0: Yo, call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Rodian Radio is live up in this biatch. You got it like the Rodian Radio. Yeah, Dr. is in full effect, and I gotta tell y'all a little something. Eazy-E is down with us. MC Ring, you know he's down with us. DJ Yala is down with us. Arabian Prince, you know he's down with us. Tony A the Wizard is down with us JJ Fag is down with us Timmy T, you know he's down with us DJ Poo, boy, he's down with us Toddy B and Spade, they're down with us My boy Ice Cube, you know he's down with us I like to mention, so pay attention to where I'm from Compton, but the taste are from the Rhodium My name is Dre, listen while I play And by the way, I'm also down with NWA Yo, Steve at the Rhodium is down with us Playing funky tapes, it is a must,
1: we're
0: number one one, one, one. Welcome back everybody to Rhodium Radio episode 75 And before I introduce my special guest, I got a few announcements I got to make Once again, I want to thank everybody that has contributed to the GoFundMe for the Chicano Rap documentary People are, once again, are still DMing me or inboxing me and asking me Can you still give? Absolutely, and the incentives still apply Um, in other words, you get your name on the documentary, you could be a part of Chicano Rap documentary history. Other than that, once again, I'm selling out, uh, the High c first album that I produced released in 1991. I reissued it with three other songs. Um, once again, it is I'm Not Your Puppet, the radio version, Take a Ride, that was not on the first album, and uh, I'm Not Your Puppet remix, also that was not on the album. That one's, uh, available at documentary.com. Also, the other four CDs that, um we released. uh, Four of them are made by Dr. Dre and the other four are made by me. We will be releasing others soon, but I got to get rid of these first. I'm almost out, so make sure you go to documentary.com and pick those up. But if you don't want to buy the the hard copies, for those of you that are interested in hard copies, you can still go to documentary.com and purchase for unlimited streaming the uh, rhodium mixtape docu-mixery but enough that you'll see enough of that in the um during the break but without further ado please allow me to introduce mariah avila yes (laughs) what's up you
2: guys
0: (laughs) how you doing you good i'm good you know what Uh, um uh, how was the drive coming over here or how far did you come from
2: i'm from la puente so uh like 30 minutes
0: 30 minutes 30 minutes not too far
2: but i'm used to driving (laughs)
0: Okay. Far. <laughs> you know what? I'm those kind of people that like, I, I had some friends that were driving to Colorado. 17 hours, I said, I'll fly and I'll meet you over there. <laughs> I'm not one of those flying type Why? of, I mean, I driving. I just, I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. 17 hours just to get now.
2: That's, come on. I, my, <laughs> we used to drive to Texas. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, Washington. My mom was just like, come on, everybody, get in the car. Let's go. She's, and would be driving 17 hours i think texas is 17 hours wow. i'm not sure
0: and we cool did that, that like
2: yeah while well, i was a kid i had to <laughs> i had to be cool with it
0: okay yeah okay.
2: so driving is not a problem
0: you know what i seen the other day okay and uh i want to recommend it because i thought it was pretty interesting you ever heard of a guy named walter mercado no okay <laughs> look him up people know him because he does this he blocks negativity. Okay. Uh, he's an astrologer he's from Puerto Rico. And if you were in any type of Latino, you know, well, my age, uh, in a Mexican home, Puerto Rico home, Cuban home, or whatever, mm. everybody used to watch Walter Mercado because they used to get their horoscope.
2: Wait, he's on Netflix, right? That's
0: yes, the guy. yes, That's yes. The, guy.
2: the Mucho Mucho Amor. Mucho yes.
0: Mucho Amor. Yes. That guy.
2: Yeah. That guy. That
0: guy. Have you got had a chance to watch it? No. That? Okay. I have it. Check it out.
2: Okay. Let's check Is it out. in get- Spanish?
0: Both. Okay, good. Both. Uh, but you know, it's funny because they bring out everything. They, people say, I didn't know if he was a man, if he was a woman. woman. I, you know, but it, it just gives his whole life. And, uh, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't even know if you know who Liberace is, but oh, he's yeah. like the Latino Liberace. Yeah. He wears capes. He wears all this crazy shit. But, uh, I grew up watching his ass by force because <laughs> when my mom would watch the novelas. Right. That's of course, that yes. was on. <laughs> so where are you originally from?
2: Um, La Puente. I was born in, well, born in Hollywood and then raised there in La Puente. Okay. Um, we've been there for over 25 years. Okay. So I grew up there. Okay. La Puente.
0: And did you go to high school?
2: I did. I went to high school there, uh, Workman High School, um, elementary there. So,
0: a lot of brothers and sisters?
2: I'm a family of six. Oh, okay. So I have three older brothers, and then I have an older sister, and then myself, and I have a little sister.
0: Okay, so, so your brothers have... protect you.
2: Yeah, it was crazy how that turned out to be.
0: Okay, and uh, uh, are your your parents originally from Mexico?
2: Okay, so my mom is from Texas, born and raised from Texas. Uh, my dad is from Mexico, Aguascalientes. Okay. Yeah, so um, they split up when I was about four or five okay yeah so I don't really know too much on his side but on my mom's side Mm -hmm. Texas everybody's from Texas yeah
0: all right and and now you know since I brought up Walter Mercado on Netflix anything interesting that you've seen lately whether it be a movie documentary whatever
2: um I've been watching a lot of Netflix movies uh Judy Garland was one of them that was a good one that was a good one right uh Waco the series Waco. Or
0: Waco. It should have been Wha- called Waco, huh? Fucking <laughs> David Koresh. Right? Oh dude.
2: Yeah. That and what's the other one? Uh it's another series. Uh with the cartels? Um uh, Narcos? No, no, no.
0: What's the cartels? Um
2: What one was that? Ozark. Ozark.
0: I haven't seen that one. Oh
2: my god, you gotta watch that one. It's pretty good. It's good. I thought it wasn't gonna be good, mm-hmm. but it was like you know when you watch one episode and you're like, I want more. And they're like, oh, one more. And then you end up watching the whole damn series. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I it, like a lot of the, um, not documentaries, but just like, um, like kind of like Selena stuff, La Bamba, like that's that okay. kind of movie stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, um, you know what? And those movies were done great. La Bamba, Selena, uh, fuck out. What other movie I could throw in there, but those movies were really, really done great. I was happy. Now, here's one thing that those two movies made me sad about okay they get a Filipino guy to play a Mexican in La Banda. <laughs> you know they got a Puerto Rican to play a Mexican in Selena, oh, and they did a great job yeah 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 they did a great job but like look I'm sure there's some Mexican talent out there
2: of course yeah so
0: that's about the only bone I got to pick with those movies. But it was movies. good. It was good. I take nothing. Still some of my favorite movies. Right. Know? Yeah. So, yeah, I I like those movies a lot, especially, you know, but that Richie Valens, man, when Homeway Cries Richie at the very end, I have to turn that down because I'll start crying. It, it, <laughs> I'll start yelling Richie. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I got to go to a car show and see uh, one of my first times going, really going after the San Fernando Valley. And I, okay. I got to see the high school. Okay. Where he went. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Pretty sad. Yeah. Anyways, uh, now, look at Growing up with your mother and your dad, I I guess you said until you were about four.
2: Yeah, I was about four or five when they split up.
0: Do you remember at all what kind of music? Oh,
2: man. Oh, yeah. Um, From my dad's side, he liked Los Bukis. Okay. I remember that in his little white Toyota (laughs) truck. (laughs) I remember that. My mom, um, Spanish too, uh, Rancheras. Like when we know when it was time to clean the house, the rancheras, um, and when it was time to chill, definitely the oldies, I okay. remember the oldie stuff.
0: O- yeah. Were you big on novelas growing up?
2: <laughs> you know what? Hang no, because I don't speak Spanish. Okay. So I remember my mom and my grandma watching some of the stuff, but I don't really know what was going on. I'm like, but I remember them watching and they're racing home because my mom used to take us um to a babysitter and. In Hollywood and she lived she worked out there in Hollywood so she would drop she would drop us off go to work come back pick us up and we would race home so she could watch her novella like I remember that wow yeah as a kid
0: yeah, I was raised on novelas, you know, and I got to the point where I even knew the damn songs that started the <laughs> novelas, you know. Uh, I speak Spanish. And that was actually my first language growing okay. up. We were not allowed to speak English at home. Oh. Yeah, el, el inglés se habla fuera. That's what my dad used to always say. Really? Yeah. So um, so um we had to watch those fucking novelas, Un Camino, Dos Mujeres. <laughs> I still fucking remember that song. Uh, uh, but my mom was real addicted to those damn novelas. That and yeah. Walter Mercado, that's all pretty much what she had. So, wow. but now, uh, um, now your brothers—you are growing up with three older brothers. What were they? Yeah. Like, what were they bump?
2: You know what? They were all different, very different. My older brother Robert—I'm not too sure what he listened to. Even now, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> he'll roll up, and I'm like, what the heck? My my brother Richard—he was into like the whole rap stuff, um, and then the oldie stuff. Not too much into Spanish. Okay. Um, my younger brother Juan. Oh, like alternative um rock remember that mm. like he did like house music like house music um my sister she was everywhere <laughs> she liked the r&b and then she liked this and like that uh-huh. um my younger sister we're two years apart so very similar okay music
0: after yeah. all this interview i'm gonna ask a bunch of goofy questions so just bear with me because okay. i'm like a goofy type of guy you can see i'm wearing a i'm a star wars are nerd. you a fan yes i
2: think yeah look yeah. yes <laughs>
0: Look at this guy. I
2: think you're fine. Bling bling.
0: Uh, now, let me ask you this: uh, In high school, did you play any sports at all? Or growing up?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't play. I wanted to. I should have. Now, like thinking back, I'm like, damn, I should have played softball. Yeah. But I was so into music, like okay, at a at a young age that I was like, oh, I'm going to join the choir because it's just <laughs> what I want to do, you know. But going back, I'm like, damn, I should have done some kind of sport. Yeah. But yeah. no, I didn't. I wish I would have.
0: Now uh, you're out of high school. Uh, what does Mariah do next? What is your next move?
2: Out of high school, I went into college, Citrus College, and I was there for about three years. Okay. Um, I joined—they're called a pop, like pop rock. It was a um, a course there that you take. I Well, let me go back. I actually went to that school to join like theater. Okay. Okay. And I didn't make the theater. <laughs> they were like, no. And I auditioned twice, and I didn't make it. And I was like, OK, well, I guess it's not this is not for me. Right. So um, uh, one of the professors there had a salsa class. So okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to join salsa. So I go in there and audition, whatever, make the class, make the, the group. And then he's like, hey, you have a good voice. Um, what are you doing? Not this time and this time. I'm like, oh, nothing. I mean, I don't know right. anything. And, you know, I just want to, I just want to sing. Right. So he's like, well, j- come and join our pop rock. I'm like, okay. Well, it was a cover band thing, all right. but the band would perform at different places like country clubs, um, weddings, like all these big time places, Events, right? Yeah. Events. Um, and then I was like, okay. So then I got to learn a little bit about the class and how many it had like a one two and three three was the bottom two was the middle one was the band that got to tour hmm. so when i got that i was like oh hell yeah i want to go to hawaii for a month for free like all yeah. i have to do is sing you know and yeah. i worked my ass off and i got into that band to the one and i got to go to hawaii for a whole month and then i was like that was fun well let me go back so i did it again and i went to waikiki yeah. For about two weeks. Okay. And then I was like, oh, I want to join the jazz band because they, they do it too. So so I got to do that whole. But I learned a lot in college.
0: Yeah. A lot. A awesome experience, you know. Yeah. Now, I went to Waikiki, I want to say and shit, early 92. And I swear to you, it's probably worse <laughs> now. Um, it was like Hollywood Boulevard on the beach.
2: Right? Right? It was like yes. LA and like just the beach yeah together
0: that, together yeah yes.
2: and i don't really like i mean it's beautiful right. it's a beautiful place but i'd rather go to maui
0: yes than yes. waikiki if i ever go back I'm, i gotta go to a different island because waikiki is to me i thought was you know and i was supposed to be there 10 days uh-huh. and we cut our trip short and we're like i'm out of here really yes yes wow. everything was paid for too yeah everything was paid for so we were like cool but we, I, just I agree. I just didn't like it. Now, uh, let me ask you this. You said that you always wanted to sing. Around what age would you say you discovered, like, this is what I want to do now?
2: I was six.
0: Okay, now, I'm trying to understand that part. Because <laughs> six years old, you know, I'm thinking you're going to be con las monas, dan- you know, playing. I have a
2: six-year-old. Okay. I have a little boy, and he's six. So sometimes I'm, I look at him, I'm like, damn, I was that age. When I was like, I want to be a singer. You know what I mean?
0: That's, okay. Okay. Yeah. Explain that. Oh, uh, tell us the oh, story. Oh man.
2: Um. Six years old. Well, well. Let me tell you. Let me go back. One of the characters that I remember just singing along to was Barney. Barney was my homeboy. Like. Purple he, Barney. Yes. The character. The character. I would always sing along. Like I was like the biggest fan of Barney. Um. Low key, he probably taught me how to sing. Wow. <laughs> And of course, like listening to the radio, uh, K Earth was like a big thing too that okay. I remember. Um, and just one day, my mom uh, just wasn't—I guess she got into an argument with my dad. And um my younger, oh, well, my other sisters. I was like, let's let's cheer up my mom. Let's cheer up mom. Let's do something for mom, just because you know when Mexicans are mad, and and you see them cleaning the house. When you know, that's when you know your mom is pissed yes. when they start cleaning the house. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? so, so I was like, come on, Lily, let's do, let's do something for, for mom, you know? And so, uh, Selena was like big too at yeah. that time. And there we were. We, I, we rolled up our shirts and our, we did all this and our little shorts. And we went out there like, I was like, mom, we got something for you, like just to make you happy. And my mom was like, okay, all right, okay, you know?
0: Wow.
2: And, um, I sang Bidi Bidi bomb bomb for her. And you know when she hits that really like high note at the end? Right, right. My mom did this. And she's like she was like her face was just like like what the hell? Like this little girl could sing. Really? You know? And to me singing was like I just like to sing. Right. And then after that I was like, I wanna sing. Like this is wow. what I wanna do. And I rem- I remember my mom asking me too, and she's like, Mariah, is this something you wanna do? And I'm like, Yeah, I wanna do it. She's like, Okay. And it was like Okay, she wants to do it. Wow. And she's, till now she still supports me with everything.
0: Growing up, did you play any type of instruments at all? I tried. (laughs) I tried to play,
2: I tried to play the trumpet. That didn't work out too
0: well. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I was like, I was playing. I was, I wasn't playing. I was pretending.
0: (laughs) Wow. Now, okay. So, that, you wanted to sing. Uh, Now, who would you say, uh, other than possibly Selena, was yeah. there anybody else that possibly you listened to that you liked, that inspired you? Uh, like, who, who would you, you know, play as far as, uh, let's, let's say women. Okay. Uh, when you were growing up that you like, I wish I could sing like her or I like her or mm-hmm. whatnot.
2: Um, well, I was always with my mom. So I remember listening to um, Linda Ronstadt. Oh, wow. She was a big, uh, a big one that I was like, wow beautiful yeah. beautiful voice um growing up i listened to what my mom wanted wanted me to sing you know mm-hmm. i didn't really have like things that i had listened to like on the radio you, you okay. know what i mean like right. like yeah i listened to like n sync and like backstreet Boys, you know like i listened to that stuff right. but i was so like into the other stuff that mm-hmm. caught my attention like the okay. older stuff
0: okay. you know and, and why do you think that was
2: I think because it was always playing at my house. Okay. You know?
0: Okay. The the, the reason why I ask you like that is because today, like I listen to today's music and many of those beats are pretty much done on a laptop. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these singers today, this is what I think is missing, is the passion and the love of the music. Right. You know, like I'm going to say something that may offend some people, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyways. Um, Take... For an example, a Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She's known all over the world. Right. Okay. But when I asked people, what's the song that she will be remembered for? You know, and uh, one guy, it took him literally like 15 minutes and he said, crazy in love? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, but, and then even he said, but is that even really a good song? Mm. But I said, now... Where are the Mary Wells today? You know, where are the, the Linda Ronstans? Right. Where, where are the Tina Maries? Where are, where are the, you know, Diana Ross, you know, Oritas? Mm-hmm. You know, where are those people? Today we got people that, um, well, she's got a big ass and we'll, we'll just use autotone, you know. Yeah. That's where I think music has gone. And it saddens me because I grew up like, like yourself with mm-hmm. some beautiful music. And I and that's what I liked about your songs because I hear passion in it. Oh,
2: thank you. What's
0: missing today in today's music. Yeah. In my opinion, people may get upset because I mentioned certain, certain like <clears throat> uh for an example, like even Ariana, I'm not gonna say she cannot sing. Yeah. But I mean, is umbrella the, the best gonna that's is that the song, you know? No. You no. Know.
2: I mean, there's some songs that they have like on their album where um, I think Kicks ass, okay. and I'm like, oh okay, that like that should have been on played on the radio. You know what okay. I mean? Um, but I do agree on some of the stuff, like Crazy in Love. Like I don't think she has other songs that I'm like, damn, that girl's wailing. You know, yeah. she's kicking ass. Yeah. Um But uh, yeah, those are just. I guess it just happens like that with the music industry, you know?
0: Yeah. Like okay, like uh, are you a Little Wayne fan at all?
2: Uh no, not really.
0: Okay, um, like. I would go to certain little wing fans, uh-huh. okay, and, and I'm just trying to make a point, because this guy's known all over the world, very, very popular, and mm-hmm. very rich, okay? Right. So, I always ask, like, what's the song they hope will be remembered for? And even they have a hard time. Yeah. You know? See, we could sit here and name Tupac songs, uh, Biggie songs. Mm-hmm. We can name people's albums, 80s, 90s, or whatever, but today's music's... It's just totally changed. Yeah. I think the direction that you're going in with your music, I believe you're headed in the right direction because I believe that you have an ingredient that's missing in today's music. So, but enough with me. Um, (laughs) uh, So six years old, you start singing. What happens next? So at what point would you say that uh, did you start performing? Because uh, you, you mentioned, obviously. You yeah.
2: Mean- um, so six, I started singing. Seven out in public. Okay. Um, I was in a TV show. Uh, Cuanta show. Okay. The Spanish shows, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I started singing mariachi music first before I even started singing English. Cause my mom and my grandma were like, you know, you're going to stick to your roots. I was like, all right. So I, I did the whole like Linda Ronsan, Lola Ventran, Rocio Durca, Juan Gabriel, like all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, okay, well, let's put her, let's put her on a show. <laughs> so I went to the show and that was like the, one of the biggest performances I've done, like on TV. and really? I, yeah. So, um, that and then of course, um, different church festivals. Um, events, a lot of backyard boogies, uh, all that at uh, a young, at a young age, seven.
0: Yeah. Seven? Okay. Now seven, would you, do you remember if you were at all nervous?
2: I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. I was more, I was real. Now I get nervous. Really? Now. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's probably <laughs> just hurt my head just, you know. Right, right. I, as You're a kid. You're like, whatever. you're just going to go out there do your thing, you know. Right. But now I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's so many people out there. And as a kid, I was like, okay, no big deal. I'm just going to, you know, do my thing.
0: You know, uh, I usually share this story that I got all the nerves out. Uh, or should I say the jitters when I started DJing noon dances at my junior high school. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was for 30 minutes. And, and believe me. I used to pick up the needle like this. like. Oh, my. <laughs> and then once in a while, my, my foot were like.
2: I know that feeling. Oh, my god. That's goodness. such an ugly
0: feeling. Yes. So I got rid of all of that in front of maybe 100 kids uh, a- after like a year or so. When I was 21, and I'm skipping a little bit ahead, and I started performing, I was always told, do not look at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Just go set up your turntables. Don't look. And one time I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I and honestly and knew. Yes. It, when I picked up my needle I, and my wrapper oh was my ready gosh. and I was supposed to start with t- t- the 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 I forgot everything. I was like double double double. <laughs> I was like freaking But did retard. you play it off? Yes, yes, but you know what right. I did and one thing I never I should never do drink when I DJ. Never.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yes.
0: Yeah. So and I did. Or eat. Yeah. Or yeah. Eat. Or eat. And you know what's funny? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh uh I never eat before a show for some reason. Right. Because sometimes I'll have like a food baby <laughs> and, and, and I wanna fall into like a food coma. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But but once in a while I'll hear my own stomach growl. Like yeah. and then I start drinking and then I start like eating <laughs> off. I feel
2: real good. He's yes.
0: like, <laughs> exactly. So so now, seven years old, you speed up to now, you say you get nervous. Uh, you start doing shows, Hawaii, several yeah, times.
2: Yeah. Um, San Pedro was a big one, too. Okay.
0: Explain to uh, How did that happen there?
2: Okay. So my mom worked with uh, the guy. It was karaoke. I don't know if you've ever been to the fish market out there in San, San
0: Pedro. Yeah. I know San Pedro, very well. Yeah.
2: Yes. Um, Saturdays, they would have karaoke night. Okay. Um, my mom worked with uh, the guy that hosted it. Was his, um, his wife? Okay. So we show up. I, th- I was at that age, seven, eight years old, and wow. my mom would make my my mariachi outfits. Okay. So I'm all chowled up. I'm like with my thing, you know. So I'd go out there, and first we went to the wrong place. <laughs> we went to the whole <laughs> wrong place, and then and then we ended up finding the right place, and it was just crazy. I remember singing my song, singing my 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 ranchera, and people were starting to giving me money. Really? Tipping me money. Wow. And I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) So then every single Saturday,
0: we would go over there
2: for like 13, 15 years.
0: Really? Mm Mm-hmm. From La Puente to San Pedro.
2: Every Saturday, my mom would take, at the time it was, at the time it was just me singing, but my little sister likes to sing too. So we were doing duets and we would go out there and sing and people would tip me money and then that's how I got a bunch of, of my gigs people would hire me cuz I was a lot cheaper than the mariachis <laughs> so she, they were hiring me and at the time I had a lot of demo CDs okay so um I would sell my demo CDs
0: okay now th- that's what I want to get to y- your demo CDs where were those recorded at or, or how were they recorded
2: <sighs> um they were recorded in Covina. Okay. I remember the first time I was in a booth. I was little. I okay. was se- seven. Wow. Seven. My, my mom, shout out to my mom because I know she's watching. Uh, she's been like my rock, my support system, everything. Without her, there would be no Mariah and singing. Awesome. So I love you, mom, <laughs> for never giving up on me. Thank you. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, I remember going to, I believe it was in Colvida. And, um, I, I don't know. My mom just found it. I don't, I don't really remember. Okay. But I remember going and, um, I was going to record four tracks all in Spanish, all rancheras. And I get in there and I'm, and I'm sitting in the, in the booth and the thing, right? And I see my mom talking to the, to the guy that's going to record me. And I'm like, all right, I'm kind of, I wasn't nervous. I was like, okay, this is kind of exciting. You know, I'm a little girl and I'm like, eh, you know and then i see my mom come in and she's like you okay i'm like yeah i'm okay she's like so can you knock this out in an hour can you knock it out in an hour and i'm like yeah i can knock it out in an hour it's like okay she's like don't go over an hour because at the time that's what they yeah. were charging was an hour yes. my mom's a single mother so she yeah. was like you got to me how like and i did it under an hour four songs wow yeah so four my songs. my mom was so of me that day the guy was amazed and i was and i and then from there we just kept on going to to the same guy until he retired and then i had to find someone else.
0: <laughs> do you still have any of those demos
2: i do really i do i have a picture of it i'll show you next, awesome. later
0: <laughs> awesome. so you were going to send peter said so what 13 14 years
2: yeah yeah until i turned i was still in high school and i was still going i was wow. still going to to some San, San Pedro. But
0: obviously money was doing pretty good. Money
2: was doing great. One night I, I had a gig in La Puente. Some lady hired me at her mansion. She asked me to sing for an hour. I did that. My mom's like, you want to go to Portsacol? Cause I was like, yeah, mom, let's go. Went all the way to Portugal, sang two songs. Was it two songs or one song? And I made like 200 bucks just on tips.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. shit. Yeah.
2: So I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy, crazy. <laughs> I, I made good money.
0: Too many. So, so, so now, at that point, you're doing, if you will, cover songs or you're covering?
2: Yeah, they're cover songs. Okay. Uh, all the rancheras were cover songs, like okay. Lola Bentran and all that, all that stuff. It, it,
0: and it's <clears throat> funny how you said, I don't speak Spanish, but all the songs you were singing were in Spanish.
2: Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. My mom and my grandma taught me.
0: Really? And yeah. well, now, let me ask <clears throat> you this. I asked because. I know a lot of people that rap. Yeah. And many of them have to look at their lyrics, mm-hmm. okay, and then rap. Many of them, I encourage them, go home, uh, memorize them, come back. Now that you haven't memorized, when you rap, you can add your emphasis to mm-hmm. it. Was it hard being a young girl to remember all your lyrics?
2: Um, I, do, I don't I do even know how I remember it all. I didn't even know how to read <laughs> English. I was six years old. Like, you know, I was little. Right. Um, yeah i remember a couple of times i had uh trouble and my mom was always there with the book and i would look at her like okay what's the next word because i don't remember like you know so some some of them were hard um as i grew older it was easier okay the songs kind of kind of were the same after a while okay same lyrics mm-hmm. it's like okay that that word looks familiar okay right cool cool so okay. it was some of the songs were easy some of them were like well, oh, i don't know i don't know. Like, I can't, I can't speak that fast. I can't sing that fast in Spanish.
0: You know, I, I perform with a lot of rappers that, um, they'll forget their lyrics. Yeah. And then they'll just start like talking to the crowd, trying to play it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what I'll do, I'll just like, yo, so and so. And I'll say the lyric over the mic. <laughs> Remember that time? that Then you're like, thank you.
2: You've know, you. <laughs> yes. seen so Like what
0: your mom showing you the book. <laughs> Heck mom. yeah. So now, uh, one quick question before we go to break. When you were six or seven years old and you were at the studio knocking those four songs in an an Mm. hour, when they played it back for you or when you listened to it, did you like what you heard?
2: I think as a kid, I was like, oh, that's cool. Now, I'm like, geez, that's terrible. (laughs) Like, what the hell was I thinking? Really? Or sometimes, like, even now, you know, when you're vibing in the studio, you're like, yeah, that sounds so dope, sounds so good. And then you get to your car and you listen to it, you're like, what the hell? what the heck were we like what was i thinking why was i singing it like that you know right sometimes right. i'm sometimes like i'm like Ugh, i kind of cringe i'm like oh that was bad you know so then i have to call up my producer i'm like we're gonna have to do it again because i don't like it why because it sounds like shit like i don't want right, to do right. It. it sounds awful
0: are you a perfectionist would you say yeah so you're very yeah. hard on yourself.
2: Very right? hard on myself. Very yeah. hard. And like,
0: I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Sometimes I'm just not happy mm-hmm. with something, and I'll just tell you, just pick it, whatever, bro. I'm done. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'd be mean, like, doesn't that sound weird, Joey? Like my producer, well, does it sound weird? He's like, nah, no, it's. I'm like, nah, it sounds weird. Like let me let me go do it again. Like let me do it again. He's like, sounds good. I'm like, no, like, let me do it again. Because in my ears, it doesn't sound right, you know?
0: Wow, wow. Okay, so check this out. We're going to go ahead and take a 10-minute break. We're going to come right back. Okay. And we're going to pick up on something that I've been wanting to ask you. All right. Um, Okay, everybody. Once again, we're going to take a 10-minute break. So go to the fridge, grab yourself a modelo, get your popcorn ready, call somebody, text somebody, page somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Mariah (laughs) Avila is in the motherfucking building. We'll talk to you soon. Welcome to Rodian Radio, and I am your host, Tony A, The Wizard. We started a GoFundMe page because we need you to help us meet our goal. And our goal is to release a Chicano Rap documentary. And we need you to be a part of this. Everyone who contributes will have certain incentives offered to them. For an example, I'll name one. Your name will be on the credits of the film. Everyone who gives, everyone who contributes. Uh, their name will be on the credits. That's just one thing that we have to offer it But yet if you read the description, you'll see other incentives for your contribution If you've seen the rhodium mixtape docu-mixery You will not be disappointed with this documentary shining light on Chicano rap the Chicano culture. It is something that can be used as an educational tool uh, now and in the future So once again, help us meet our goals so that we can start production. And remember this, we have a voice and we will be heard. Welcome back, everybody, to Rhodium Radio episode 75. And I want to thank everybody on the live chat for talking shit. Hopefully you guys are buzzed, having a good ass time. And for the guy that commented on my shirt, uh, you go to Baby Gap and you buy medium husky. Okay, that's what kind of makes me look kind of buff, so thank you, keep it up. But without further ado, Mariah, ¿cómo estás? Good. Everything's good? good? Yes. Now, I know uh, you were on this TV show. Can you share a little bit about that for those that may not know that you were on TV performing? And they they can actually still find it on YouTube.
2: Yeah, um, it's called Tengo Talento, Mucho Talento. Okay. They still air it, too. Uh, they still have the show. Okay. Uh, I believe Chiquis Rivera is one of the judges.
0: All right. Yeah. Now, now what made you get on there or who <laughs> pushed you to get on there? or?
2: I didn't want to. Okay. <laughs> I, I've, I mean, I've done a bunch of um, auditions and like American Idol, The Voice, um, of course, the Spanish stuff. And, you know, it's just when you don't make it, it's kind of discouraging a little bit. You know? So I was I was done. I was like, uh TV's not it's not for me. You know, I'm like, I'm just okay. um I'm done. Um my aunt, I like to call her my aunt, um, her name is Liz. She kept on bragging about the show. And she's like, You need to get on the show, you need to get on the show. I'm like, No, Liz, I don't want to. I don't want to.
0: Right.
2: It was a Sunday morning. She calls me early in the morning and she's like, What are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Just chilling. She's like, get ready, we're going to the audition. I was like, No, we're not. She'll, I'm gonna come pick you up, and you better get be ready. I'm like, oh my god! I was like, okay. So she comes and picks me up. We drive to Ontario. Okay. The audition was outside of Adriana's insurance in a tent, like in a, yeah. Really? <laughs> uh huh. And oh. you know, I just go in there, and I'm just like, if I make it, I make it. If I don't, like, it is what it is, you know.
0: No, well, give us a picture. Was there a lot of people there waiting? There in was line?
2: maybe like twenty-five. Okay. People there. Um. And I was sitting on the line. They took your information. They asked you like your back, your background. Well, how did you start all that stuff? Um, and yeah, I, I auditioned. They're like, okay, well, we'll give you a call back and we'll let you know if you make it to the next level. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, yeah. thinking like, I'm not going to get it. Like, I'm not going to get it. You know, then I'm calling me maybe like two weeks later. They're like, we want you to come out to Burbank. And be on the show. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this. Even at that, I was still like, ah, I'm, just, I'm not gonna. I'll make it the first round, but I, I probably won't make it
0: okay. at all.
2: You know. Well, I made it to the last round, top five.
0: No, so there were, if you will, five.
2: Yeah, so it was the first round, which is you get the the four OKs, okay. and then it was like the semifinals, and then it was one more round, and then it was the finals. So I made it top five.
0: Wow. And all these were in Burbank?
2: Yeah, Burbank.
0: Now, uh, let's back up a little bit. When you're there and there's about 25 people and you're outside in a tent. Yeah. Were you ear hustling and listening to all these? Everybody's
2: stories? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some of them had
2: like really, really sad stories. Yeah. (laughs) And then there was other ones that they just were here just to be on TV.
0: You know, uh, I don't want to be mean when I say this, but I'll tell you why I stopped watching American Idol, because it almost seemed like they looked for the saddest story. Yeah. You know, my goldfish died. My dog got ran yeah. over by a train, you know, m- m- whatever, you know. And I'm like, after a while, I was like, dude, I want to cry. I don't want to hear this guy sing. Yeah. No, you it's know?
2: it's crazy. I've gone to American Idol and I've gone to The Voice. And it there's a ton, thousands, thousands of people. It's like, how are you going to tell somebody that they can't sing? Majority of the people can't sing. Right. And sing their asses off, you know, and they don't make it. But this is my opinion. I think they had a good story the people that did make it to the next level it just that's what they were looking for you know image wise their story um not necessarily even their voice you know it was the package thing you know
0: yeah that's why if i ever did i probably just fucking lie i was an orphan i lived (laughs) under the bridge and i just sang to a broken radio you know and i used to get food from you know the chaplain yeah you know what what, it, it almost seems like that's what that's, that's why what they
2: want yeah I was
0: like nah I'm good I'm good but now uh, uh, th- th- so now the fifth round h- how did you get voted off or how did that happen?
2: Um, it was kind of like a marinato you had to call in and give your vote or oh, okay. you went online and voted um did like that I think text messages too I don't know if it's true I don't know right. I don't know how that really works okay um but that's how you got to go to the next
0: round. Okay, so now, boat, what did the winner receive? I
2: think it was 10 grand. That was it? 10 grand and like a recording um, CD or something like that.
0: Damn, yeah. I could have done but that like, at dump records. I've
2: talked to her and she didn't get her 10 grand.
0: R- really? Yeah.
2: Or something happened. It was a big one. Um, it went bad or something like that. Damn. So I'm like, dang, maybe it was. <laughs> maybe I, I like dodged it, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so. Let us know about your American Idol experience. What was that? Was was that one first, or was The Voice first?
2: Uh, no, American Idol was first. Okay. Um, I only went one time. I had just turned, I think, fifteen. Okay. Or sixteen. I had just made it. And I was so excited. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." And I was like, all confident. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna make it, dude!" I didn't make it. <laughs> I was I was devastated. I was like, oh my god! And I never went back.
0: Now, do you think? <laughs> You just didn't sing well that day, or you think you sang well, they just didn't like it?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Probably, I, I just probably need more experience.
0: Now, and th- did you meet those three people that judged?
2: No, no. You go through, like, four different rounds before you even see, the like, the judge's judges. Really? Yeah. Same thing with the voice.
0: Okay, see, that's kind of crazy, because remember when, uh, like, what's his name, Simon, Cow- Simon Cowell? Simon Cow? yeah. Okay. Remember when they were showed on TV, they would show people that were singing in front of them that couldn't sing were shit. Right.
2: Well, it's television.
0: Right. But need the
2: rates to go up. Exactly. But how do those
0: people make the. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, that's insane. They need those people so the rates can go up so people can, you know, it's television. It's kind
0: of like bring us in some pendejos. Yes. To to make make
2: the show. Yeah. They'll make a
0: fool of themselves. We'll we'll make fun of them and then they could go home. Mm -hmm. You know. Wow.
2: It was an experience, though. It was cool. It It was right. We drove out to Arizona. For that? For that. Mm -hmm. Damn,
0: a lot of people there too?
2: Yeah, a ton of people there. And I auditioned for The Voice twice.
0: Okay, now how was that experience?
2: The Voice was a little bit different. They seemed more organized (laughs) than American Idol. Um, And you were put in a room with, I want to say like 10 other people. And then they would call you out. You would sing your song, like a verse and a chorus. And then you sit back down. And then once everybody's done singing, then whoever, I don't even know if they're part of like the show or they're just, I know they, I don't know if they're producers. I don't, I don't know what they are, staff. I don't know. Um, And they'd be like, hey, you, 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 come. Everybody else, thank you so much for coming out. And maybe next year, like that. Yeah. After you stood in line for like hours, (laughs) you know? But-, wow. but
0: you know what? It gives you a picture of the music industry of everybody that uh, wants to sing.
2: Right, right. Yeah. And you get to, you know, meet new people and.
0: Right. You Did you hear people that were really good that didn't make it?
2: Yeah. And I was amazed. I was like, man, that girl, that, that girl or the guy, damn, she's fucking singing her ass off. Didn't make it. Some and I'm like, kinda wow. That kind of makes you wonder
0: like. That kind of the the fix was in, mm-hmm. you know. Keep certain people out, bring certain people in. Or I didn't like her fucking story. Yeah, you know, it
2: didn't fit. That's not what we're looking for. Or her image, you know. Right, right. Like, oh, wow. we don't. She's saying gray, but she didn't look good. You know, like you know, and that sucks.
0: <laughs> it 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 does.
2: That sucks. It does.
0: I, I'll give you a quick story. of One of my boys in New York. I'm chilling with him, maybe about two years ago. He um, introduced me to his other friend that produces for females out there mm-hmm. in New York. So this guy walks in and talks to my friend. I got this dope singer, man. He goes, she's bad. She's fine as fuck. And he just kept talking about her looks. Oh. You know? And he goes, oh, yeah, but how does she sing? And he goes, no, but she got ass. Like, I'm serious, <laughs> man. He goes, well, how does she sing? Oh, I can always fix that with auto You know? Or, you know, we don't need, as long as she looks bad, we can make it work. And it's almost like that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I had MC Magic here. And MC Magic, when I asked him, if you can give this generation of kids that want to make it, what kind of advice would you give them? And he said, uh, one of the things that he said, um, he, it, it, and I don't, I'm just paraphrasing what he said. Record labels are no longer looking for talent anymore. It's almost like they're looking for like a, a gimmick. You know, mm-hmm. this guy, you know, covered his face in tattoos. He has a weird haircut. He just snitched. Uh, um, he, he's trending. Mm-hmm. On social media. <laughs> Let's run with that. Yeah. Everybody's going to hate his ass, but won't make money. You know, and, and, and real sucks. singers, you know, they, they sell their stuff at the Swami.
2: That sucks.
0: Yeah, it does. Because especially when you hear people like uh, Mary Wells, uh, people like that, that passed away, broke. mm you know and we still bump in their their Hell classic yeah. songs you know mm-hmm. today's music today we probably wouldn't even be talking about them 5 years from now yeah you know but that's that's the state of music today now talking about the state of music um at what point would you say if i can use the word you decided to take this very serious where now y- your songs are out there people can listen to them uh, about and, and who was the producer that you teamed up with that you said, let's go to the studio. Let's record. I, I, I want to release my stuff.
2: Um, so, well, I started singing English at 11. I, then it changed. Everything changed. Okay. At 11 years old. I was like, nah, I mean, Spanish was still a thing for me. I loved it, but I was like, nah, it's just, I can't see myself doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that changed. Then it went into English. Um, and then I did the whole college thing. And then I joined a band. Right. When I joined the band, that's when it, I was with them for four years. Okay. And then from there, I was like, I can't see myself being in a band forever. Yeah. You know, I was like, man, I have a six-year-old too. So yeah. not just myself, but for my son Yes. too. Um, and then I got the opportunity to link up with Kazelle. Okay. And then that was, I was like, I got to do
0: it. Okay. What year did you link up with him?
2: Uh, it's been a year already, so last year. Okay.
0: Yeah. And how did you meet him?
2: Oh, man. I met Cazelle uh, through Rocky Padilla. Okay. Yeah, I was singing backup for Rocky um, at one of Cazelle's shows. And um, I guess they saw me. They had an okay. eye out. And um, they they liked the whole band. So then when Cazelle was going to do... Another show they hired the band too. So Rocky was like, Hey, since you sang Back Up for Me the last time, you want to do it again? And I was like, Sure, let's do it. Okay. And that's the opportunity came up after that. Okay.
0: Now, for the people that may not know who Rocky Padilla is, that is Hispanic MCs yeah. from back in the day. Yes. Okay. Because a lot of people ask for them, uh, they request them, you know, for mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. You know, and I I, re- I met Rocky just a couple of times. Okay. You know, uh, I think, shoot. Probably one of the last times I saw him in person was like in the nineties.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah, it
0: was like in the nineties. That's probably the That's last when he time. was
2: with the Thump Records? Thump
0: Records. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I saw him with Bill Walker. Okay. Yeah. But that was probably like the last time I saw Rocky. So if you're watching Rocky, much yeah, love, much respect. Shout out Rocky. We're going to get you on here soon. Uh, because he has a lot of history and he sang a lot of choruses. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that people are doing now, he was doing back then, mm-hmm. you know, for a long time. And, uh, as a matter of fact, I know people that are, that live in my neighborhood that are fans of his, you know, Yeah.
2: So, well, yeah, he's from Hacienda Heights. Yeah. So that's yeah. like 12 minutes from my house.
0: <laughs> so now, you hook up with Cazell. What does he tell you what we're going to do? Uh,
2: um, what was the
0: plan or what was it that interested you to go with him and start recording?
2: Um, He told me that Joey Quinones was going to be my producer. Okay. So I was like, okay. okay. And I had heard, I had just heard about Joey. Okay. And... It's just crazy how life happens like that. Yes. And I was like, Man, this at first before I even knew Joey, I was like, Man, this guy could freaking sing his ass off and I was like, and he plays all these damn instruments too. Yes. I was kind of amazed. So when he told me that Joey was gonna be my producer, I was like, What? Okay. Like it was kind of like a pump thing. Like I was right. like, All right, cool. Like and he's a writer. So that really encouraged me to be like, Okay, this is this is cool. This is a great opportunity. This is something that I wanna do.
0: You know, now for people that may not know who Joey is, he's from a group.
2: Yes, he's from um, he's the lead singer from The Sinceres. OK. Yeah.
0: Now, a year ago, let me tell you how I heard of them. OK. Melo uh, Melomanes, mm-hmm. Mentirosa, Maspingon, Rhyme Fighter. I can name all of his songs. Um, he calls me up and he tells me, dude, he said, and this is I think we had just started this podcast in September. OK. He said, dude, you got to get this guy named Joey from The Sinceres. And I was like, what is he singing? Go, dude, you just got to listen to his shit. Go on YouTube. You'll find it, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be honest with you. I was truly blown away. Yeah. And then he goes, this guy plays all the instruments. This guy this, this guy that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Freaking nature. The, yeah. Because the yeah. last time that I heard anybody play all their instruments was Prince. Okay. You know? And I'm a big fan of Prince. Oh, okay. so as a matter of fact. He's right here. Right there. There he is. <laughs> so um, pretty soon, maybe I'll have a Joey Keone one. <laughs> yeah. You know. So uh, I heard and I started doing my homework on him. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I reached out to him. But I don't think since we don't follow each other, okay. uh, uh, I don't think, you know, he was able to read it or whatnot. But that's another guy that I would like to get on here as well. So now you meet him. And, and how was that knowing that? Uh, I was a little
2: nervous okay. when I first met him. I think. Yeah. I think the same, too, because, you know, we're, we're young kids. Right. And we're kind of like, hmm what is she about, you know, or like, I'm like, hmm, what is he about? Right. Like, I just watch what I see on YouTube, you right. know? Right. So when we got into the studio and we did uh, hypnotized, Okay. He was, it was so funny because I started singing. He had, I guess he had never really heard me sing. Okay. And he looked at me, he was like, that was good. <laughs> he was like, that was good. <laughs> and then from there, I just did the covers were first. And when we got into the original stuff, um, it was, different it okay. felt different
0: yeah. you know now, now let me ask you this because you have cover songs and then you have original stuff mm-hmm. what do you enjoy doing better
2: of my original stuff okay yeah i think uh doing cover songs is a little if people get a little you know right okay about it right. i mean sorry yeah <laughs> we're sorry so, yeah um you live
0: and learn and you grow from there right so now so you meet him, he starts producing, uh, and it's all live instruments, if I'm Yes. Clear. Okay, it's all live instruments. So you go in there, and how many songs did you track with him as far as cover songs before you actually went to the original stuff?
2: Um, Three? Three? Okay. Hypnotize, oh, What Can I Do, and Something on Your Mind. Three. Okay. Three. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, and those songs are available now for people to Yes, to. they're
2: on iTunes, Spotify. You can check them out on YouTube. Two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was three. And then we got into uh, an original song. And that one's Agree to Disagree.
0: Okay. Yeah. I heard that one. That was the dope song. Now, yeah. Uh, did, did you write that song? Did you have any input in writing that song? Uh, no, that? that was
2: all Joey. That okay. was all Joey. The only thing is that at the time, he was going through some stuff, with mm-hmm. the relationship stuff. Okay. And I was going through some stuff too. So it was like all the stuff that he wrote down, he just put it all out. But at the same time... I was feeling some type of way because of the relationship I was in and it just, it just worked. Wow. It worked. It's crazy how that, that happened too. And okay. I didn't, I didn't even know until after because uh-huh. we talked, we're like, yeah, this is how I was like, no way this is happening to me too. <laughs> and so I was sort of like, oh well, no wonder, like, right. no wonder it was like cool to vibe with because we're going through the same thing. Right.
0: Okay. That's a good, so, 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 uh, um, are you guys still working together? Oh yeah. We're still okay. working
2: together. Um, we finished my album, okay. um, and then right now we're st- we're gonna do another cover, and then hopefully some more original stuff.
0: Okay, I have some questions that I want to ask Gazelle, but I'm gonna wait on on those, because uh, they're pertaining to the cover songs, mm-hmm. you know, because I know that a lot of those cover songs you have to cl- clear, mm-hmm. kind of like the way we had to clear samples, right? You know, it's yeah, I get it. So now uh, the original stuff, you say you you like to to uh, um if you will do the original stuff more than you like to do the cover songs because some certain people feel a certain way yeah now uh, um how were you performing like all these songs uh th- did you perform a lot a lot of these new songs yet or
2: yeah okay. um a lot of uh, the shows uh Cazelle throws i I'll sing my whole set okay um did a couple of live stuff too with this whole COVID-19. Everybody was going live, so I threw right. out some of my songs on there, too.
0: What is the response uh, compared to the cover songs to the original stuff?
2: Um, From people? Yes, yes. Some people are like, man, that's dope. And then I get some people who are like, That was whack. (laughs) you know. Of course. But, I mean, you can't please everyone, you know? You can't please everyone.
0: You will never be able to please everyone. And I'm going to say this. Please don't try.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: as long as you feel comfortable with it and as long as you know that it's good. And you know what? My fans are going to like it. Yeah. There's always going to be those people out there. It sounds like shit. But I'll tell you what. Behind closed doors, they're probably bumping it.
2: Yeah, probably. You know,
0: believe me, because when I released my first album, I had people who told me that I did a real shitty job.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I always tell them the truth. Well, I was never supposed to be a producer anyway. I was just a DJ and a mixtape guy. Yeah. And that was it. After a while, oh, I didn't know that. And they kind of take it back. Oh, or
2: not, but I they didn't just wanted, mean it. Right.
0: They <laughs> just kind of wanted to put me down for some damn reason. Yeah. So now, during this whole damn pandemic, this COVID-19 or coronavirus, or we keep changing the name of it, <laughs> you, you know, um, what is one thing that you miss doing that you can't do now?
2: Um well besides sing singing with a live band You like really oh like my that. God. So when I'm not doing this stuff, like my own stuff, I keep busy and I sing with other cover bands. Okay. Um and I have I have a couple of people that I sing with uh, the Champagne Band. Um, I sing with Bliss Band, Sangria, um, sometimes Soto Band. So shout out to everybody out there that's keeping your girl busy <laughs> through this time. Um, yeah. So what I'm not doing, that I do the cover stuff with with the bands, all the top forty stuff. So they perform at casinos. Lately, it's just been casinos. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, now when you say top 40, give us a couple of songs. Like Stevie
2: Wonder, um, Mary Jane Girls, um, there's, I mean, the group that I sing with, uh, more is The Champagne Band and they do more funk stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: So like Rick James and all that. It's fun. Yeah. We're all that. Yeah. That's cool.
0: That's good. So no,
2: I missed, I missed it. Like through when we I wasn't singing. Uh The last time I performed was back in March 13th. And just recently, like maybe two weeks ago, I did my first gig with the band.
0: And, and, and how was that? Not it being was bad? weird.
2: It was so weird.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I could understand weird because it's like when they first opened up a little bit, and you mm-hmm. were able to go into the restaurant and sit down. Yeah. Like for an example, they, one guy told me you're not wearing a mask, yeah. and I said like, "Well, what am I going to sit? We're going to sit right there. So I have to wear a mask from there to right there. Yep. Like nine feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like,
2: It's crazy, dude.
0: Why don't I just run? Yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> but, no, at the casinos, like they have to take take your temperature, which is I get it, you know. So you wear your mask and have to walk all the way to the stage. But the stage where I don't know if you ever been to Paula Casino.
0: No, I, I'm um, not a big casino guy. I'm, I'm That's right. my brother. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the stage is um, on a bar, so you're not even close to people oh, when you're okay. singing. So when I'm singing, the only time I could take off my mask is when I'm singing, right. and then as soon as I'm done, bloop, put it back on and just chill. I just chill on stage mm. until I have to go back on.
0: Now, now uh um knowing that you just sang recently in front of an audience was there a big crowd there that day
2: um it wasn't too bad
0: okay yeah, the reason why bad. I asked that because some people are still scared
2: oh to, yeah to kind of go out yeah I know and,
0: and I think that's what for lack of better words I think that's what messed up this whole the, the concerts you know performances oh, man, yeah you know because you want to do so much, but you can't. You
2: can't, yeah. You
0: know, you're stuck to going live on Facebook with two viewers.
2: I mean, I get it. It's scary, too. It's scary. When I, when they first called me, they're like, hey, Mariah, you want to come? And see so, yeah, that, Paula? I was like, "Um, oh, my God. Like <laughs> I was like, Did I, do I? You know? Like, you know, I have family, I live with family, I have my son too, you know, so right. it was kind of scary to like, damn, I was like, but I, but I miss singing and I miss, and I was like, and I haven't worked neither. Right, right. So right. I was like, damn, well, just be cautious, wash your hands, wear your mask, carry your, your hand sanitizer with you, just, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Don't do anything stupid. <laughs>
0: you know i'm one of those defiant ones because i rarely ever wear my damn mask really i I can't stand that shit i can't i know
2: i know i know you know it sucks
0: yeah yeah it does so now uh you said you have an album done Mm
2: -hmm. how many songs eight eight okay yeah
0: and when can people you you may not have a date but can we expect it this year it's already out Really? hmm I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, it's right, right here, man. Right here. Got you.
0: Okay, I thought for some reason, when I look at these, I always think singles.
2: Oh, no. So. I do have just the hypnotized single, which is the purple one. And this one has all eight on there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
2: So they could either get like a hard copy or they could download it on iTunes. Okay. Um. Or um, Spotify. Okay. Or all the digital platforms. Okay. Yeah. That too. And then, of course, the vinyl came out. This is what recently came out. Okay. Which was the vinyl.
0: And, and this is, uh, um, when you say vinyl, obviously, is the two songs on there?
2: Two songs. So it has side A and then um, side B.
0: Okay. And what songs are on there?
2: So agree to disagree, side A. Side B is You in Love Again. Um, you in Love Again is actually my grandma's song.
1: Hmm.
2: So yeah. Okay. My grandma is a singer slash songwriter back in the day. Really? Yeah. Th- this song is very, very special to me, very special. Um, so, yeah, back in the day, my my grandma's from Texas. Um, she used to sing with all her brothers, and they used to hang out. In that mix, she got um, an opportunity to write songs for, I believe, a mariachi singer. Okay. In his group, and she recorded 45s on there, too, with her name and everything. Wow. Um. And recently we found the 45s. Um, at the time my grandma wasn't doing really well in Texas and my mom was going back and forth to take care of her. And my mom said, I can't do it no more. I'm going to bring grandma over here to Cali. And, um, in the mix of like moving boxes and making room for her, all that, my mom found the 45s and then found, um, music. Like she, she wrote out and it was You in Love Again. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it was old school. It was like uh, on notebook paper, like the yellow paper. (laughs) Yeah. So my mom was like, look, like this is what I found. I was like, what? First I thought I was like, grandma must have been like hearing somebody's song and wrote it down because I was like, man, this is really good. This is like grandma was, I always say this grandma was feeling some type of way when she wrote this because I was wow. So, um, I took the song to Joey and i was like listen it's just lyrics i don't know what the melody is i don't know i was like but it would be cool to get put something together cuz at the time she was still alive she just passed um back in May.
0: oh okay so um it.
2: thank you um so i was like we need to get this together find i don't know so he he brought up a track that he already produced that he already had okay and it just went
0: meshed perfect
2: perfect it, like i will always remember that moment cuz it was just too good to be true kind of yeah, thing Yeah, and i mean obviously we had to tweak some some stuff and add some stuff um and yeah that's how maybe that's how you and love again came
0: awesome came awesome up. i love those kind of stories yeah you know I, I wanted to ask you this because i usually ask a lot of the people well i actually rarely ask uh, some of the people that i interview here mm-hmm. when fans come up to you and they compliment you and they tell you, you know, you're awesome. You're doing great. Such a beautiful voice. How does that make you feel? It's good. Yeah?
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a good feeling. Okay. But uh, I know I have a lot to learn.
0: <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah. I mean, because I remember when I would get off the turntable and I would perform, I was always one of those people that I would always get embarrassed of. Somebody would always uh, compliment me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a real humbling experience, mm-hmm. you know, for me. And... I had a literally one at one point asked my brother, like, what do I say back? And just tell him thank you.
2: Thank you, yeah. You know,
0: tell him thank you. So for me, it's a real humbling experience, when especially even today, me being 52 years old, and then I'll go to a restaurant and somebody says, hey, I watch you on Rodeo Radio, yeah. or I had your first record, or I had this, or I had that. It still humbles me today. Yeah. So if there's any type of encouragement that I can give you is stay humble. Yeah, Stay definitely. humble. Because, you know, the last thing that we ever want to know, and I've heard it plenty of times, When people would refer to a certain female or a certain artist, I can't stand that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I like his music. I think he's a dope rapper, but he's a fucking asshole. But she's a bitch. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a little break. When you come back, you're going to sing for us, right? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, everybody. We're going to go ahead and take a Modelo break right now. And for those of you that drink White Claws, you can now log off me my boy john elkins just finished drinking a white claw okay but it's all good i love my brother anyways uh make sure you call somebody take somebody page somebody okay for those of you still have beepers let them know that mariah abilaz in the motherfucking building will be back in 10 minutes Welcome back everybody to Rhodium Radio episode 75 to the podcast of Slap Your Crush a Fat Ass with a Fat Ass Dick. You're back now to Golden Shower Hour and I got Mariah Avila and DJ Kozell in the motherfucking building. What's up, what's up? How you doing, brother? You good? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. You know what? Uh, how far did you drive from? I know it's a little you know, bit No, it came
1: from came from Rialto, so yeah, well, was a little a little bit further than, than Mariah, you know, <laughs> but we made it. We made it, so we're here. So I say about maybe an hour or so.
0: Okay, for people that may not know who DJ Kazello is, share a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, well, basically, man, it started out in the early 90s, you know, I used to play house music. So I was a house music kind of cat. Um, did a lot of concerts, a lot of shows at a young age. And uh, just pretty much took it to a different level as I got older, man. Okay. Pretty much it, yep. Yeah.
0: Okay, and now, if I'm correct, you DJ for Bobby D Presents?
1: Correct, yeah. I, I work for Bobby D and Uncle Snoop Army and uh, all the concerts they do out here in, in Cali. I'm pretty much the guy you guys will see out there in the background, man.
0: Now, I don't do a lot of bragging about a lot of DJs because there's a lot of DJs that I don't really like. Um, not that I don't like them personally. I just don't think they're that damn good. But this guy is good. Whenever you get a chance, check him out. Now, you know what? Explain to us what the hell happened to your Facebook page because you had a...
1: <sighs> man, you know what dude? And it's funny because people keep asking me, well, dude, what happened? Did you get hated on? This and you know what? I really can't just uh, finalize it where, you know, this person's hating on me or they they call because I play a certain music. But what I think I'm coming down to is all the music that I mix. You know, if you don't license a certain song, you play a certain jam, then right away they take you off. So I think that's probably what happened, to be honest, man. And other people are saying, well, maybe somebody hating, you know what I mean? And you just never know. I'm never going to get the truth, you know what I mean? But I think it could be just because of the music I use and the stuff that I mix licensing just hit me up and that was it and, and it's funny because i started getting messages before that happened saying oh we're going to take you down and then before that it said that someone's trying to break it to my facebook and and i was like wait a minute that they sent me an email to verify that it was me so i was like man i just can't call it i got pretty much lost after that man
0: right so, it can go either way yeah you pretty know much. pretty much wow and I, I know uh we got your instagram up uh but also you have a new fans page on Facebook.
1: Yeah, bro. yeah. So, I start off with my real name, Ruben Garcia. So, just hit me up on that, you know, if you guys want to know. Okay. Now, I want to ask you this. Do you like Facebook better than Instagram? You know what, bro? And I'm going to be real with you, okay? So, don't laugh at me. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I only deal with 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 Facebook, bro. And I haven't... Uh, I dealt with uh, Instagram. And let me tell you the reason why. I... I, I, I was kind of like done when it came to the Instagram, bro. I couldn't use it. I got all frustrated when it barely started. You know what I mean? I'm like, I ain't going to deal with this shit, bro. I left the, Stop laughing at me every time, you see? No, nah, but anyways, the truth is, uh, I just felt like it was just a lot easier to deal with Facebook. I was so used to it. So I had my older brother, Freddie G. I was like, yo, bro, I need you just to take care of my Instagram for me. Any messages come through? Anybody who wants, wants to yeah, get a hold times. of me? I know, I know, man. <laughs> and I still have a pager, so, you know what I mean? I kind <laughs> of stuck. Di- I kind of di- stuck like that. If you di- didn't get a hold of me, you <laughs> just page me. You know what I mean, wow. but you could get a hold of me on MySpace, so I do have have that, man. No, I just blame MySpace you. still available. <laughs> Damn. No, but that's the truth, man. So that's a uh, you know my Instagram. I'm, I have my brother taking care of that. So if you guys do message me and try to get a hold of me, and I don't get back to you, just blame him. You know. Okay. So, <laughs> talk, we'll blame him. so, so now, uh, you don't have a TikTok, do you? No, nah, I don't. Oh my bro. gosh! Do so you have a TikTok? No, I, I don't. don't. <laughs> He yeah, hey, but I you. know, is he you two of us? <laughs> yes! Are you looking at the same person I'm looking yes! at? Yes! Well, we got a buddy that's into this whole TikTok thing, which is, is my boy 459, and he keeps bugging us to get one. To get a dance. Yes, man. Because he, I don't know, dude. I'm just not into we that. have to it, but get so... the times. Yeah, I know. I guess. It, it, like, okay, like,
0: my team, we have, they have Twitters, Facebooks, you know, right. Instagrams, or whatever. Right. I like Instagram better than I like Facebook. Me okay. too. You know, period. Uh, uh. Ninety percent of the time I'm on Instagram. Ten percent of the time I'm only on uh, Facebook just to post and get out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But people write me so many damn messages that I don't reply to them. And I'm like, dude, go to Instagram, bro. So, (laughs) but some people just don't don't get with the technology. Do you have more
2: followers on Facebook or Instagram?
0: Um, Instagram. 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 But I would have had way more on Instagram already. But like I was sharing with you guys earlier, this is my my fifth page because four four of my pages. Kept getting deleted. I would hit two thousand followers, delete. Like they will log you out. So, you know, it's
2: oh, okay. it isn't
0: so much that I think Instagram didn't like me. I just think somebody was hating on my ass. <laughs> right. yeah, that's probably uh. what it. Is. You know, period. So now, tell me your story. How you heard of her? What did you think when you first heard her sing?
1: You know, bro, it all started off um, as a conversation. You know, I had a conversation with my wife and uh, and my boy four five nine and uh my brother freddie g we all we all um we talking and it was after a show and i was like man dude like uh we're talking to do all this music that's coming out all these shows that we're doing you know we got to do something man we got to kind of just form a label or try to get something out there you know what i mean this is what the industry's missing this type of music you know what i mean and i'm like all right cool so i'm like well, well we'll see you know we'll see what happens and i was so focused on doing concerts you know what i mean doing oldie shows you know building this whole souly sound and um, my boy Rocky was doing a lot of our backup uh, music for the artists that I will book. So I tell yo, Roxa, I got this artist coming up. You know, I got the sheet music, need you to learn the music. He's like, all right, cool, got you. So during that time, we're listening to other, other artists, artists, other singers. And I'm like, all right, this person sounds dope. This person's cool. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not ready, you know? So I tell my wife, like, man, you know, what do you think everyone was talking about doing a label? I just can't find that right person. She like, well, just, you know, give it time and we'll, we'll see what goes on from there. So anyways, Rocky comes up, hey dude, I got an idea, dude, I got this girl. So Rocky's always been my boy, you know what I mean? For, for okay, a long for time. no. People that
0: may not know what Rocky, Rocky Padilla, yeah. Okay, Rocky Padilla. Yeah, Rocky Padilla. Um, Hispanic MCs.
1: Hispanic MCs, Rocky Padilla. Yeah. Not Rocky Sylvester so Stallone. No, not that Rocky. <laughs> 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 so Rocky Padilla um, basically was telling me, he's like, "Yo, bro, you gotta check out my backup singer, bro. She's dope." I'm like, "Okay, well, this, this, let's see." So she did a show, and I paid attention to her, and I was like, "All right, yeah, she sounds dope. She sounds dope. Okay, cool." But uh, I was like, all right, well, let's let's see how she sounds with other artists. You know what I mean? And uh, we I booked her him again from a different show, Rocky Badia and his band, and she just happened to, to to be a part of that as well.
2: I got a little snip of a song that time.
1: Yes. So <laughs> I, I got said, to shine. Look, and I was like, look, Barry yeah, bro, I'm gonna come in when yeah. you guys are rehearsing. Yeah. So I went in the rehearsal and I sat in, and and I was like, okay, cool, let's see, let's see, and I started hearing him like, damn, this this girl is hitting these notes, these high notes, and. I'm like, yeah. dude, I was like really impressed. So I sat down and I looked at Rocky and he looks at me and I'm looking at her and I'm like, okay, well, I'm I'm, I'm still listening. I, I want to find, and I was just, like, wanted to find a reason to be like, nah, nah, nah she's this not ain't dope. her, this ain't her. <laughs> and dude, I was just like, dude, she's
2: dope. I didn't ever even sing that song. I was just messing that, around because the artist wasn't there yet. The band needed to rehearse. Okay. Right, so this right. was like, what song was it? uh you know it was uh, a
1: couple of songs and it got think
2: me going in circles that, that, that was one of them there's another yeah. jam too where you hit
1: that note like hi i'm like damn yeah i know i can't it remember it too but anyways um i was like dude she's dope she walked out and i was talking to, to rocky padilla and i'm like bro she's dope i told you i told you bro <laughs> and I go she's from your neighborhood too she's in the area she's from puente i'm like what Are you yeah. serious and i'm like all right cool so um we, we walk outside and she's walking out. He goes, go talk to go talk to Naya right, cool. So I walk up to her and I said, Hey Mariah, I, I just wanna say you sound very dope. I, I I like how you hit those notes. I I like your style. I go, look, um, I have a plan. I kind of give through down the idea with her, what I wanted to do. And I said, Look, um, we're planning to do a label. This is what we're, we're you know, what we're doing. Um at that time I didn't even have a name yet for the label. That's how that's how it came wow to where we were just so confused about what we want to do. I just <laughs> knew that nah, no, I'm gonna start a label, I'm gonna do it. And um, we're like, cool. At that time, I had a, I still had a studio, I had an office, and uh we were working with my my boy Joey Quinones, and uh, he was working there at, at at my studio as well. So we were like, um, I was telling him too about what we got going on, and he was like, cool. At that time, we were running out that studio where we had our own little radio station called Icon Radio, and we were transitioning things, you know, I mean, everything kind of to little pause and we were transitioning things and making it to an actual recording studio because I knew that's where the route I wanted to go. So, anyways, I'm like, okay, cool. I kept in contact with her, started talking to a ton of ideas. And I, I, I conversated with my boy Finite, and my wife Tanya, and I'm saying, look, I'm, I'm gonna do this, man. I'm gonna just get this label going. I'm gonna establish it, and, and I want to get this situated. And I spoke to to Rocky Padilla, who was a big influence on this too. And I told yeah. him, hey, brother, out of respect, you know, we, you're the one that brought her in. I'm, I'm letting you know what's going on. I'm definitely gonna work with her. I wanna do singles Goes well, you know, I'm game too, bro. So if you need it, I'm here for you. I'm like, all right, cool. Because you're gonna start a label, I'm gonna do it, bro. Because well, I got your back, bro. Let's let's do this. I'm like, all right, cool. So long story short. I, I, I talked to her and I said, okay, cool. I talked to my boy, boyfriend, I talked to my wife. I'm like, we're going to set up a meeting with her, have her come in and kind of give her an idea of what we want to do. So I'm like, cool. I go, but man, we don't got no music ready. We don't got this and that. And <laughs> we're like, man, you know, we didn't know which route to to go. Because I, I throw concerts, bro. So I know how to go from A to, to Z, you know I mean? Pretty much with a concert and how to get that together. But we're coming to music and... And getting that set up on an actual artist and working with them, like, man, I was lost, you know what I mean? So I'm like, well, you we got to learn somewhere, you know what I mean? Trial and error, you know what I mean? I just figured this is just, just working from here. So we called her into my office. Mm-hmm. We came in, and she brought her mom. <laughs> I was like, oh, man.
2: She's watching.
1: Whoa. She's watching. <laughs> hey, mom, how are you doing? Okay, so anyways, uh, she brought her mom in, and uh, I was sitting down in, in the meeting, and Ruben was there with me too, four five nine and uh we're there i'm like okay cool i told him before like all right dude i know what i'm gonna say we're gonna go through this, this is what we're gonna do this is the plan this is my idea oh when she got there i kind of froze I see her and her mom I'm like oh man i'm
2: intimidating
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Goes, so what do you want to do so what are your plans so what are your ideas I'm like all these oh, questions oh, oh. so i kind of froze a little bit bro and i'm like all right so then i said no i'm just gonna break it down and say look man this is my goal this is what i want to do i don't know 100 percent which route i want to take it but I have an idea where I want to be and, and I heard your daughter and this is where I want to bring the music. Oh, I love this Soldi sound. This is the kind of concerts that I throw. This is the sound that I like. Oh, it's just oldies, is this all you want to do? I'm like, well, <laughs> yes, ma'am, you know me? I just, I feel this is the music that industry that I'm in and this is what I what I love to do. So I'm like, she's like, okay, cool. And uh, she's like, well, what is the name of your, of, of your label? What are you doing? And I was like, industry music group. <laughs> And she's like, oh, okay. And it's weird how it all worked out. It happened like that. I go, this is the music that the industry's missing. So this is yeah. this is what we're putting together. And this is my group that we work together as a team to make happen, to keep this music alive. So I was like, all right, cool. And 459 looks at me. He's like, okay, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Well, you know, what, what do we got going on? And, and I was like, all right, awesome. So we, we came up with the name and we formed it that way. And it worked out great. So I told her, I said, look, this is, this is my idea. You know, I mean, I, I want to sign your daughter, but I need time to do that because we want to develop her as ours. Cause at the time she wasn't doing much besides, uh, you know, doing her background singing. She was a part of a band at that time. Yeah. And, and I was like, look, ma'am, I don't know where it's going to take us, but I promise you, I'll give it my all. My team will give it our all and, and I won't, I won't fail her and I won't fail you. I'll do whatever I can to make sure that she's heard and to get that music out there. She was like, okay, so how long are we talking about signing? And that's when all the take technical part came in. And yeah. she was like, I don't need to think about it. This is just an answer. All right, man, I, I, don't, I want you to think about it. And I give my word. He goes, yeah, well, everybody promises this. Or everybody promises that. And I'm like, oh, God, it's not going to happen. Mom, and, and I just told <laughs> her, I go, look, ma'am. All, all I can say is just give me a chance and opportunity. I won't I won't lead you the wrong way and I won't do your your daughter wrong. And, you know what I mean? I don't have a bad name out here. This is what I do. Check on me and I, I take care of all my people, you know what I mean? And just give me the opportunity, the chance to work with her. I, I feel that I could do something. I feel that I could make this happen. Okay, we'll think about it. We'll get back to you. <laughs> so she walks out and I'm like, man. And then my wife, she sees me because inside the studio, we have a cameras in there. And she's like, what happened? And he goes, you look you look all stressed out. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it turned out right. I go, I hope it did. And and then I uh, talked to my boy, nine. He goes, hey, man, uh, you know, you know it, it looked like it, it sounded right. It, it was okay. But now I'm going to just wait till tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow came came by and it was, it was here and gone. I didn't hear from Man. <laughs> I think it
2: was like a week
1: huh so it took a while yeah it took a while and during that time we were already working with uh, joey quinones getting music developed getting stuff together because i wanted to be a step ahead to have music set up and you have have everything arranged of what we wanted to do and kind of have something presented to her so we kind of talked it it out and i told her okay so what do you want to do and and what what music are you looking at and what style you want to get at and uh she wanted to do something different and i was talking about well i think for this first song we need to do a cover and i go the reason why and, and get like a cover that people know you know what i mean the reason why i want to do a cover is so that people get to know her and how she sounds on that song and people are, are you recognize that actual song. right so i'm like cool so i let her pick and she picked hypnotize and i'm like okay cool hypnotize yeah that'll be cool jam all right cool and um you know joey was overhearing is okay cool hypnotize and i think during that time he was barely starting to produce some stuff and yeah. he was already working some some music all together to get that set set up so he was like already one step ahead while we we're talking i'm like all right that's awesome so, anyways i'm like all oh, right hypnotize that that's cool yeah that'll be good you know what i mean so let me look into it and do it the right way. because again you mentioned earlier about licensing and doing all that stuff dude i didn't know anything about that but i had to learn yeah so um, that song is owned by several different people so i had to turn around and, and look to find who wrote, wrote the song and everybody knows you know i mean the art the original artists i'm like man well you know what i got to turn around and find out who actually owns the, the writing part of it and i did that and i got help from rocky padilla he's like look man this is what you need to do you know go through this channel and and, and you'll be able to, to, to find your information there and I, I happened to do it it took about 24 hours to find the person they got back to me worked out the numbers and i was able to license that track and and, and to get that song out there legitly to be able to do an actual cover so we did it and um and it was the best thing for us and the reason why I, I wanted to do the cover again like i said i wanted people to know her and that already know that song to kind of see how you know how she sounded with it and kind of familiarize with that song right mm-hmm. then with her voice and be like well who's this mariah with that person and uh, and w- which will be easier for me to put out an original song, so I kind of like backplayed each other, and it worked out, man. And I told her, okay, now we got to do the video. <laughs> so we did the music video, and we did it in front of my my mom and dad's house in La Puente. La Puente. Bro. Yes, it was awesome. We actually I had my neighbors. that called me. Hey, I'm gonna park a, a lowrider in your in your parking lot. So
2: many lowriders. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, it was crazy. All we needed was like five, like
2: yeah. fifteen came. <laughs> Shout out to
1: oldie old Style. Thank you old very style. much wow. for their support, man. They came through. So it was funny, man, because the neighbors are all game. I parked my RV, we had it in the side it was addressing the little area. We blocked up the side of the streets, bro, and we made that little section like it was old like from back in the days. Yeah. And uh we had my buddy uh, uh Jimmy Reyes, which is uh, her boyfriend now. <laughs> yes. Anyways.
2: Hi babe. <laughs> and he's Anyways, uh, he's
1: he's he's a good friend of mine. I called him say, "Hey dude, I got an idea. You know what I mean? I want to see you want to be involved in this." He goes like, "Well, I have never been involved in this. I don't know what to do." Like, "Bro, we are just it's gonna be natural you're gonna play like her boyfriend and play like you know a, a crush basically yeah and we kind of we put it all together it was cool you know i'm just cool so shout out to my boy also concrete, concrete who did yes. the video and um we, we put all our ideas together and, and it, it worked out pretty cool you know what i mean it was like she was leaving the house and taking off and she's seen the neighbor cross and she had a crush on us, like saying hi and at the end of the story they kind of all kind of hook up so it worked yeah. out great don't, don't so anyways don't. man people love the video and that just led out to something bigger and it just right. worked out from there. It's
2: almost at a million views.
1: Almost at a million views, man. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. I was going to say, how was the response? But you
0: said almost at a million yeah. views.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> almost at a million, man. So I'm like, I'm really happy with that right now. Now with
0: the product that he came to the table with as far as the production, the video, how was your
1: mom?
2: Ooh,
1: my oh, yeah, mom. <laughs> I got to finish that up. I, mean, I kind of just fast forward everything. But you know what? And she, uh, we had another meeting. So we sat mm-hmm. down. We had another meeting. She came in. I'm like, man. Nervous, you know what I mean? Had to take a shot before he she came He came so
2: professional in his suit. Yeah, and I stuff. came with
1: my suit, I came ready to go. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, and everything. Yeah, man. I was like, I do not know what to expect, man. So like, I don't know, maybe maybe the tattoos <laughs> intimidated when I was talking to her first, like, you know, I must just come in a, a whole different outfit. <laughs> so anyways, we came in and um she she sat down and she just looked at me and hmm, hmm. So I'm like, well, I hope you thought about it, had time to think about it. This is you know what we have going on, it's the plan. He's like, well, you know what I did? You know, my daughter wants to do this. She's really happy of what you have to offer. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to give it a shot. And I goes, but if there's something I don't like. You know what we're, we're, you know We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm right. like, I promise you, ma'am, I, I will not do anything that would get you upset. I don't want you to come towards me and throw a chocolate at me or anything <laughs> like that, man. I'm like, I had enough of that with my mom growing up. You know what I <laughs> mean? So I'm good. But uh, she's like, all right, we're going to do it. She wants to do it. I'm like, oh, perfect. And I was so happy. And you know, we brought the contracts out, yeah. and that's when we signed, we signed it and it. everything was pretty much good to there, and uh, it was good. So we started doing music, started working like fast, it and, was then, uh, and then and uh, then she she you know she started loving me after that. Mom, thank you, you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, and, and it, was, it was great. So she seen what we we're able to do, and awesome. uh, yeah, and it, it worked out really awesome for that. Now we talked
0: about American Idol, The Voice, and Mucho Talento. Mm-hmm now i'm sure people want to hear you sing
2: yes can you give us a little bit of course set
0: it up take your time i don't know if you're gonna do cappella, you're gonna been- play the beat or whatnot <laughs> but uh yeah take your time and
1: set it up and then we'll uh, i know we got some stuff that you guys brought you guys want to give away to the fans yeah yeah definitely so we, we did we brought some uh is that your phone? we brought her single hematite single which is the first single that we released and we also brought her album and we also bought her full length uh, cd that which was, was released as well so uh, i'll let you handle however you want to give away your giveaways man or okay or whoever messaged you or however you yeah. want to do it. It's, it's all you, brother.
0: Okay. Okay. So are we just we waiting for the a, track?
1: Yeah, a, we're just waiting for a
2: track like real Like the speaker or?
0: No, just, just play it from, from your phone right. and then just...
2: Okay. Yeah, yours.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and then just... You can put it up there if you want. If okay. you want to hear it a little bit closer and uh, give everybody an opportunity to hear your
2: wait this is hypnotized or you want to agree, right? agree let's do
0: agree and this one is uh, agree to disagree it's an original song yes okay yeah, yeah. Awesome.
2: original song produced and written by Joey Quiñones Joey Quinones. okay so
0: give us about a verse is that cool okay
2: I forgot, cause I had to The little pain in my heart I forgot, cause I had to The little break in my heart Talking about them lonely nights You left me all alone Thinking about the million tears falling from my eyes Not hoping for a second chance, that ship is sail at sea And if you're asking for another try, agree to disagree yeah.
0: Awesome! Everybody, give a round of applause, please. Thank you, everybody out there watching. You better round of applause. Thank you. Okay, that was awesome. That was awesome. And that's
1: also available right now on yes. forty-five. I don't know if you want to show them real quick. Yes, we've been uh, advertising. You could get that at industrymusicgroup.com. Okay. Or on Bandcamp, just search for Industry yeah. Music Group. Yeah. So. Okay. It's awesome. Okay. Now,
0: oh shit, man! That shit was that shit was dope. <laughs> that shit was dope. <laughs> Thank it, you. Now, I know you you said. Uh, industry Music Group. Yeah. Because you said this is what you feel the industry is missing. Exactly. And I believe that that is very true.
1: Exactly. I mean, keeping live music alive mm-hmm. is, is very important to me. You know, I just... my I, I come from a background of, of music. My dad was from a band called Impersonations. I was younger. So I remember growing up, the sound, you know what I mean? That only sound, that feeling. And uh, I was like, man, I, I promised myself one day, you know what I mean? I'm going to do something yeah. to bring this music, keep this music alive. Now, don't get me wrong. I support everybody out there. Rap, Chicano Rap. You know, I me, mean, I play funk, I love I love that music. And like I told you I came from house music playing house too, but oldie's that sound has always been really special to me because my family, mm-hmm. you know, my my dad and my mom remember them dancing in the living room and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like one and day Joey, I'm,
2: Joey does a great
1: job. Man, he just he mimics movement. it. Yeah, he definitely mimics yeah. that that sound, you know, and and it, we just, you know, happen to work all great. Everyone has a yeah. team, man. And, and and that's the reason why, like I told you, the music that the industry's missing is is one reason why we did the IMG industry music group. And keeping that sound, you know, with the live bands, the drums. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to keep this label and keeping all that music alive, you know what I mean? So when we do production, I'm sorry, when we do shows and, and they go out there and perform, they see a live band, they see, they hear the music and they can tell like, hey, man, these guys are keeping it real, you know?
0: Awesome. You know, now let me ask you this. Have you gotten those phone calls where somebody says, hey, man, you got yourself a winner?
1: You know, bro, I get it all the time. And, and it's it. I, I'm honored to hear that, you know, I'm, I'm a real humble guy and... And I just love when people call in and and the idea, you know I me, mean, the, the the dream, the goal that I had and, and just to see the dream blow up the way it is, it, it, it's awesome, you know what I mean? And her just giving me an opportunity, her mother just gave me an opportunity as well and trusting me, it, it meant a lot to me and, and I told her I would never let her down and I'm so proud how she's uh, um, grown as an artist, you know yes. what I mean? and. And when I hear compliments about her, it, it's, it's awesome. It's like, you know, it's it's cool. You know, I mean, she deserves everything that she's getting. She worked hard, just like all of us have, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm just glad to be a part of it, you know? Awesome. You know,
0: it, let me give you some advice and if I could do it this way. Um, when I started doing this documentary, I always told my team, I'm not doing this documentary for money. Mm-hmm. I said, nobody's ever going to get rich after right, the documentary. right, right. Not only do I do, it, do I do it because I love this person, but because I love music. And I, my belief is, if you release something good, uh, people are gonna come knocking. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. The money's gonna come. Opportunity's gonna come knocking at your door. When people used to a- ask me, "What is your goal from being a DJ?" When I was younger, my thing was like, I just love music and I just want to be dope. Right. It was never, I want to be fucking rich. Right. Yeah, bro. You know. My advice to you is, don't ever chase money. You release good content like that. And money will come amen yeah, money will
1: come, and it's true man because if you guys are in this i mean obviously we all got bills to pay you right. know what i'm saying and it, it wasn't that for me you know what i mean and she'll she'll tell you i mean we we, we go through a lot yeah of, definitely I, we spend a lot you know what i mean and we don't you know what I, mean? I don't go and count everything it's i do it for the passion mm-hmm. i do it for the love of the music I, I do it because this is a promise I made to my mom i lost my mom uh mm-hmm. last year and, and i told her about the label she was so happy that i did it and and uh She's like, you know, me. i mean? I'll keep doing it. Keep sticking what you love, and 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 it will grow, and things will happen. And that's what I'm doing. So this is the promise I made my mom, and I'm going to keep it and keep going and, and bringing out great music, you know. And that's one reason why too, we're bringing out the vinyl because we we notice a lot of collectors, and uh, you know, CDs. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, if you're looking to make a lot of money and to do all this, you know, you guys got to put your work in. You know what I'm saying? It'll happen eventually, but that's not what we came into this business about. And that's good with her too. Like we all knew what we got ourselves into and mm-hmm. we know it all it'll all come in eventually and, and so yeah. it's all coming in right now slowly but surely and it's awesome but we didn't come here like okay that's it oh, i'm gonna make this or i want this or i want that or i'm gonna say no bro we learned like yeah we spent a lot of money on cds and a lot of cds said we did a single you know what i mean it's like it was just so hard to go but we had to learn the industry and we had to learn what people wanted right and the vinyl you know a lot of collectors out there loved it and a that's lot what's, of collectors and that's yeah. what's helping man so we were happy you know what i mean especially all the people that are that are streaming our video they're looking that helps out a lot as well too you know yeah. what i mean okay. so i want to say thank you everybody for supporting too you so that's much. that's that's very important to us and, and we appreciate you guys we love you guys for that man yeah. okay
0: now what more other than this record can now can we expect possibly from her in the future
1: so she's gonna be working on well she she's working on new music as we speak and she just yeah. finished a project which i'm pretty sure we're not gonna probably we don't probably want to talk about it later. we'll let that person talk about yeah. it yeah okay. okay she has it. she has a, a project coming out mm-hmm. with one of our good friends and uh it's, it's a really great uh, great uh, um, release that she's gonna be bringing out but she also has some music that she's working on right now and i know she's working with joey quinones on some other stuff uh, but also we're gonna release uh hypnotize as a limited vinyl uh copy which is going to be a purple vinyl that we're releasing so it's going to be just a limited edition for collectors i'm only going to press a hundred of those i believe that we stocked about right four for nine yeah. do about a hundred or a vinyl. Can, can i get those over there please on the chair yeah i'm oh. gonna do <laughs> yeah you got it so we're gonna do a hundred of them and uh that's pretty much it. it'll be available real soon i'll let you guys Thank know you. what's what's going on okay from there okay. Uh,
0: just really quick, uh, until I figure out how to get rid of these, I'm going to wait till Wednesday. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to have me and my boy, John. Just yeah, to, yeah, 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 cool. Uh, we have a couple of CDs, if I'm correct. Uh, what is it that I'm holding? Those,
2: those are the singles, the uh, singles. Hypnotize. Okay. And then the other one is the album okay and then those so the, the, 45s. the black
1: one is a single that's the full-length album that's the full-length album and then that's the 45
0: yeah and two vinyls okay i'm gonna figure out and then wednesday i'll announce how people can get their hands on them yeah okay because these are for the fans right here especially those that like uh, um the, the vinyl the fans. Yeah. but now i, mean, I want to hear it because after what i heard that i want to hear i'm i may just keep one for my damn self
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay Bumpy,
0: so, bro, yeah. so uh, uh now i know during this whole pandemic it just screwed up things um any
1: shows booked yet with, for this stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. We actually have uh, a, Los show in, a show in August that's coming up. I, I don't know if they have an actual date that's set up yet, but I believe they're... T- I mean, it's hard to give dates, brother, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they'll, they'll give a date and then they cancel. I think it's, it's, it's like
2: the 29th. It's on a Saturday.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she has uh, that pretty much planned and then we also have something that's going to be on uh, August 29th in, uh, in Northern California area. So that's going to be another one. She's going to be performing with the Sinceres, too. Yes. So awesome. that's going to be, so, but again, anything could change, Things you know what I mean? With this whole COVID thing, bro, It's it sucks, you know what I mean? Because we had a show that was set up, too, Our solely show that we had, a, that we're really looking for. We had the love lights that were going to come out, that seems how I tell my mom and dad had been bad. And and it was it was awesome. And she was going to be set up with that, too. And we had a postponement, too. And, sucky part about is i can't give a date for that because we don't we don't know you know i mean we don't right. know what's going to happen so
0: yeah pretty soon with this pandemic we're going to be fucking walking but for around sure new, trash music, bags. new music
2: will yeah be so released. definitely
1: that's what we're doing right now you know dj kazell presents which is my my production company we're still around we just put a lot of stuff on pause obviously with the mm-hmm. shows and uh, we're focusing a lot on the label, industry music group. We got a lot of great things coming out. Another, another artist, like I told you, I mentioned my brother Rocky Padilla before. We have his new music coming out as well. And you played me some of that.
0: I gave you, <laughs> I gave you
1: a sneak peek, bro. And I'm telling you, he's a, uh, he's, he's, he's gonna be. Well, you're gonna see him on his album. It's gonna be under Rocky, so that's probably why I was referring to Rocky earlier. So right. I wanted to try to just because it's a different sound, we want to just go, go with a different name, you know. But still, Rocky Padilla, and we're gonna be releasing them as Rocky. So we already finished. Uh, I want to say six songs with him already, um, two original jams, and and that uh, that Joey Quinones wrote and is man they're awesome, really really dope jams, and he'll be uh, releasing those pretty soon. So I'll be getting that information out there soon. So just yeah. follow us on our on our um, our website yeah. industrymusicgroup.com. dot com. Our social okay. media.
0: Yeah. Awesome, because I'll tell you what that little snippet that you heard of me was also some fire, man, and, you, and and it just bringing back something what we talked about earlier about the the passion. In music, that yeah. I feel it's lacking today. You know, today if you ain't twerking, you know, or smoking weed or, right, or whatnot, right. you're just That's not just in. A- you know, so. Can I you mean, twerk? I, what's
2: that? <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> when he's alone playing a
0: Metroplex, or when I'm just sitting in the park. <laughs> Uh, But, okay, at this time, anything I didn't ask you that I should have, in case it might have slipped my mind, anything Mm. you wanted to talk about, right now is the time. Uh, Anything you wanted to bring up, I
1: might have missed. I
2: don't know. It's pretty good, yeah.
1: So we got the shows coming up, you know. She got that that situated, and she got um, the new the new uh, vinyl that'll be coming real mm-hmm. soon, which is the like I said again, the limited edition hypnotized vinyl. But yeah,
2: new videos. I don't know. The the, yeah,
1: that's what it was. So another video that we're <clears throat> gonna be working on, and um, I'm actually really excited about that. Yeah, so that's too. gonna be the the song she was talking about that her grandma. Yes. Uh, her grandma wrote. So we're gonna be doing a music video to that one as well. Um, don't have a release date on that yet. We're just getting everything game plan. We try to plan our videos and. And get like a like a story to him, you know what yes. I mean. So we can kind of you know feel the vibe of what she's going through. So it takes a while. It's like writing a movie, yeah. bro. You know what I mean. Right <laughs> yeah. like there scripting everything out and trying to put things together. But, but
2: concrete's freaking amazing. Hey
1: man, much love to concrete. Love you, my brother. Thank yes, you guys. Thank you, and concrete. thank you, bro, for the help, man. It's it's. But you know team. what?
0: It, it that's also what videos are missing today. Right. Today, somebody would, again, I go to sound like a broken record. <laughs> Somebody's parked in front of a liquor store. They got a girl twerking in slow motion. They're drinking out of a red cup, blowing weed at the fucking camera. Uh, they're throwing fake money. Like, if they mm. really got it like that. And that's rap videos in a nutshell today. Right. You guys are bringing great content.
1: That's what we're trying to do, man. We're yeah, trying to bring trying. memories. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yes. someone's going through heartache or pain, I mean, music is, is, is the answer, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that soothes the soul. You know what I mean? You're going through issues. Where do people go? They listen to music. Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of bring the music together along with our videos as well. You know what I mean? Yes. To kind of be like, yeah, hey, I was going through that or, yeah, hey, I did that or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, Agree a to Disagree was an awesome one where she was walking. Yeah, in.
2: because... I, and I wanted to do it in San Pedro because I performed there right. for almost my whole life, right. you know? And I wanted to dedicate it to them, to all the san pedro people out there awesome. so absolutely was, man yeah. so it was
1: it was awesome a great response to that too
2: mm-hmm. so
1: and then same thing with the hypnotized you know hypnotized I mean?
2: la puente you got
1: that one girl that has a crush or their neighbor across the street or whatever you know what i mean we kind of kind of made it like a little like a, a little a story play you know what i mean on, on our video so the next one we're doing we're working on that one and it's it's going to be a special one because obviously that yes, was her, my grandma's, grandma. yeah. her grandma's a, a awesome. song, so. We're awesome. working on that, bro. You, you're definitely going to know. We'll let you guys know. Yeah. Okay, soon my record will be out
2: too. <laughs> I'll be
0: beatboxing and rapping myself.
2: And working. And,
0: and working. That's going to be extra. So only for the video. So now, brother, at this time, you first. Any shout-outs you want to give, and you second.
1: Oh, definitely, man. I, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my wife, Tanya. You know, biggest support. wasn't for her. Honestly, a lot of stuff wouldn't be, be popping. You know what I mean? My parents, my family, mom and dad, my brother, Freddie G, 459, Rocky, you know what I'm saying Rocky Padilla. Padilla. You no, know, my bad because I can't say Rocky. <laughs> but anyways, that, just everyone that supported me. You know what I mean that that's that's been with me since day one. You know what I'm saying and uh, my boy Pony Boy too. You know I know he's, he's listening to and just everyone that in general, man. Uh, I appreciate you. You know much love, Bobby D, Uncle Steams Army. You know everyone that that I've been associated with. And if I did miss your name, I'm sorry, man. You know just know that uh, you know I love all you guys and my fans in general, man. Everyone that supports us, we love awesome. you guys. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Um, shout out to my mom she's watching, she was texting me. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom, thank you so much. Um, shout out to my team, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Rocky Padilla, uh, Joey Quinones. Um Shout out to all the bands that keep me busy through this. all the stuff that's going on. Um, and shout out to all the fans that, you know, have been supporting me since day one and have continued to support me through this whole journey. Um. Um. Just thank you so much. I appreciate it, and I will hopefully see you soon after this yeah, is yeah, done. Know. You know, and everything goes back to the semi-normal. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. Shout out, guys.
1: Joey. I forgot you. Yeah. My bad.
2: And shout out to my boyfriend. <laughs> <Mwah>.
1: Awesome. <laughs> uh, and
0: I want to say uh, much blessings upon your your career, and upon your label thank you. and what you do. Blessings be upon thank you guys. You. And, uh, I want to thank you guys for giving me the honor and the pleasure to be able to sit down with you guys. And you the know, honor's
1: ours, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. you so
0: appreciate much. You, to be appreciate it was it. A blessing. So, uh, other than that, let me go th- give them a shout out for coming. Thank you very much and uh let me go ahead and give a shout out to my boy john motherfucking elkins i'm gonna keep this short because <laughs> i'm hungry once once again my boy john elkins he's like the steve jobs of the city of torrance okay i'm being real with you after this shit takes off mm. you guys are gonna wish you got snapped up john motherfucking elkins but i got him on lock <laughs> okay uh I also want to give a shout out to uh my boy dg dg media clips uh my brother Spice smuggler Um, I'm not going to mention what he's selling because I know it's a lot of, probably a lot of youngsters watching right now. But uh, yeah, Uh, and my son be scandalous for helping me promote this. That is my team right there. So now on Wednesday, I have two special guests. Okay. You're not going to want to miss it. I have two special guests and I'll figure out how I'm going to get these into your hands. So on Wednesday, these will be available. So make sure you call somebody. Text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Tony the Wizard is in the motherfucking building, Rodeon Radio 2020, and we out episode seventy-five. Thank you guys. Much love, man.
1: Thank you guys.